0: And That's how we rock at four minutes. Four minutes now, five minutes past the lot. hour. Yes, absolutely. And you know what's happening. It is Wednesday. It is the midweek. And you know what we do in the midweek? Say it with me, Doc. We waking and baking, right? Wake and bake Wednesday. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, that's morning, what I'm Dream talking James. about. Good
1: morning, family. Good morning, listeners.
0: Good morning, Doc. And, uh, hey, we hey, we miss you here in the stew. And, uh, hey, how was how the... Uh, how is the summer baking it? We're we gonna call it summer baking it?
1: Summer baking's great, man. Love to spend time with my son. Got to do all that last week, so sorry for my accent.
0: No, no, you, no. no you, when it come to when it comes to family, when it comes to your son, you, you know we gotta be unapologetic about that. So you know.
1: Appreciate that baby. And Absolutely. I'm on some exotic right now. You hear me coughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is one of the adverse events of inhalation. Remind the listener. Yeah. You know, we do uh there is a cough, you know. So yeah, I got a little cough from that, but I'm feeling great. Absolutely. Uh week has been wonderful, bro. Wonderful, man. Looking forward to uh the Cs of uh, uh getting another W. What you think tonight?
0: Hmm, I don't know. We'll we'll speak on that and we'll speak on that in a little bit. Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> towards the end of the show, we'll see how that goes. But right now, yeah. and how are you? How oh, are you I am, I am phenomenal. I am definitely more than phenomenal today and every day, and that's just how mind, body,
1: and soul phenomenal. All oh, the trifecta.
0: Let me tell you something. Is it the trifecta phenomenon? Absolutely, trifecta in wow. place. Yes. Wow. Yes. Tell
1: the listeners your secret when we, if you have time because a lot of people are not aligned mind, body, and soul. So, yeah, let's talk
0: about it at the end. <laughs> Absolutely. and Green but,
1: machine got something for you.
0: I it, can't, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> but listen, so for those that are new listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. And for the for the OGs that come through every week, Thank you so much for making the machine a part of your routine. And that routine now is medicine in your morning. And I got to do it for the new listeners out there who come in and listen now every single day. Let us meet the chief. And literally, he's doing that right now. The chief medical officer. Dr. Rashawn Hodge MD. Make sure you don't forget those letters at the end. Put in a lot of sweat equity to earn that. So put some respect on his name. Whether he's in the stew or out the stew. Put some respect on the man's name. Doctor. Man. Uh, absolutely. Dr. Hodge MD is a graduate of the one and only Morehouse College. And did his residency at the Morehouse School of Medicine. And received his medical degree from the University of Medicine and Dentistry, New Jersey, New Jersey, Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. Dr. Hajim D has over 20 years of experience in the medical field and is currently a family medicine doctor with a practice specializing in premier chronic pain care located in the heartbeat of downtown Atlanta. We are are here this morning and whoa there's a lot of news on the on the front that has happened that we got to talk about but hey the nba finals are here you 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 told me that you you, you are it sounds like you may be going for the celtics tonight is that what we're looking at are you going for the celtics for the whole series never
1: been a celtics fan because of uh I got caught up in the Lakers Celtics back in the day. Never nah. watched it, but I was rooting for Magic, right? Yeah. But this year, bro, yeah, like what? Um, uh, the Celtics for sure. Um, I'm a big I'm a big Yeezy fan, and Don the Sports, you uh-huh. know, signed uh, you know, uh, Brown, the first huge athlete, and he's a star. So I'm just happy that uh, Kanye was e- was uh, able to pivot into the sport, similar to what Jay Jay Z did um, with Roc Nation. And he's got an elite athlete, you know, elite player. So that's just another lane, you know. It's not just music that we can do, it's not just producing, it's not just cannabis. Uh, That sports agency lane is a huge lane uh, for us, you know, and it usually was dominated by white Jewish men, you know. So it's great that uh, more brothers are getting in. So it's a reason, there's more than one reason I'm rooting for the subject.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. but and that's understandable, you know. I get it. Um, but you know, yeah. I'm not. I just want to see some great basketball. My team is not in it anymore, and uh, probably wasn't uh, this year. And let's just leave it at that, because I don't want to relive what has happened in our playoff run this season. Right. But it's okay, you know. Well,
1: we all ATL, I'm ATL Hawks. We're gonna be. We're gonna have our day soon. You yeah. know, we're getting some pieces
0: this year. That'll work, and and you know, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I know, you're, I know it's like, hey, why are we starting off Wake and Bake Wednesday with a basketball conversation, right? Because we're going to take it back because we have a finals champion, two-time champion, right? So, Isaiah Thomas, we're taking it way back to the bad boys of the Detroit Pistons. We're the ballers. Yes, I gotta get my inner Mason on real quick. Where are the ballers, come to play. Well, guess what? Isaiah Thomas, the legend, trades hoop dreams for hemp. Whoa, let's talk about it. So, former NBA star Isaiah Thomas is leading a full court press against fossil-based plastics. As CEO of One World Products, a licensed hemp and cannabis producer now here's the plans his plans for the company include opportunities for hemp in the automotive market whoo look at that i am here's the quote i envision a future where the fords the gms the stellantes of the world take plastics out of their automobiles and infuse them with industrial hemp to replace those plastics thus reducing their carbon footprint Hmm. How about that? Jumping into the foray of hemp, but we're also looking at it from material standpoint. And if we're going to talk about the environment, reducing the carbon footprint is one of the key things that needs to happen. So, Doc, talk to me about this venture that the, the champ Isaiah Thomas is venturing into.
1: Oh, it was awesome. You um, Isaiah Thomas got in like four years ago with a, a huge CBD launch. You know, at the um, at the peak of the uh, 2018 Farm Bill. So this is not new. And then you know he was using it already for medicinal, therapeutic, and he, he had a, a an, and and the beauty market. So the industrial side was a great pivot for Isaiah Thomas. You know, the, um, anything we can do to reduce the carbon footprint. You know, we just saw the pictures of Miami this weekend and Brickle all underwater. Uh, mm. That's not a hint that this global warming is real. Like, you know, so yeah. but we can slow it down because there'll be parts of the country in 40 or 50 years that will be underwater. We're going to slow this thing down. So yes. this and- is great. Yeah. And absolutely. it's gonna make the cars a lot lighter. You know, we're all going electric and that lighter cars will affect range. So, you know, that's gonna be the big thing. You don't wanna be yeah. charging your, your car up every every four hours, you know. So right. the lighter the vehicle using hemp products, you know, um uh, will make it a more effective car. Especially when it comes to mileage.
0: Yeah. Was. Yeah, there
1: you go. Yeah. And those contracts, and all the automotive co- companies are, are are starving. They want these contracts for the raw material for the biomass, so they can start, you know, engin- start engineering their dashboards and uh, replacing fiberglass, possibly replacing steel. You mm-hmm. know, experimenting. But you know, to get ahead of it again, as Tom, what Thomas has done is, is awesome because he's in the forefront of not just the, the car industry uh the um the the airplane industry is right behind it, you know, yeah. making their planes lighter using him. You know, and there'll be trains, there will be anything that's moving, you know? Right. So he'll have those he'll have a a process that's been tried and true. So he'll continue to
0: get these big contracts. Absolutely. And uh as Big Sam joins us. Good morning. How you feeling? Good morning, feeling wonderful. Absolutely, that's what I'm talking about, Sam. What you think about this, uh, the champ Isaiah Thomas, the legend, getting into the hemp industry? Talk about it.
2: Um, it is great. Um, because he is joining a, another list of 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 um former professional players that are, that are joining in to make this world more environmental friendly. Um, it's a wonderful thing that he's doing, and that he's um uh, creating an opportunity not only for himself. But um, he also is showing people that there's also another way. So big ups to Isaiah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. You know, just just think it's so interesting. Right. Isaiah Thomas plays for the Detroit Pistons where they make automobiles heavily in Detroit. Right. Detroit is a is the motor city. Right. And then he gets into the hemp industry that's going to reimagine the manufacturing of automobiles. Ain't that a full circle moment, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. After being in Detroit and seeing, being in that area for so many years and, you know, being a absolute legend in that city and bringing the city together in the NBA, just playing basketball, and now you're about to improve automobiles. You know, that's that's just a wild full circle moment, right? And You're doing it through him.
2: And you know that that company Stellantis that he uh invested into.
0: I knew I was pronouncing it wrong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope mean, I didn't do, say it badly though. Yeah, but. they
2: they own uh Chrysler, of course, Dodge, Fiat, Jeep, Peugeot, and uh Citroen.
0: That we haven't heard Peugeot in a long time, but You yeah, know, Peugeot still, still they
2: they still, you know, abroad. You know, yeah. it may not sell big in America, but it's still it's still a large automaker.
0: Yeah, it, it's rare when you see those, uh unless especially maybe like a, a newer version. It's rare when you'll see that here, but you see the older ones here in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Carolina because we got a lot of Carolina listeners. Of course, you know we. We are also in uh, Charlotte based as well. So we like to talk about Carolina too, just as much as we talk about Georgia, which, you know, they've got a bill right legalizing medical marijuana and it passed the North Carolina Senate. So let's talk about that story for a second. North Carolina Senate has given approval to the quote, compassionate care act. Now, what does this do? It legalizes medical cannabis for debilitating and often terminal illnesses like cancer, HIV, ALS, Parkinson's, and uh, a list of others that are not mentioned here. Those were just to name a few there. So Senators uh, Bill Rabin, a Republican out of Brunswick County. And Michael Lee, a Republican out of New Hanover County, that would be Wilmington, North Carolina, for those not familiar, sponsored the bill, which was passed during multiple readings of the legislation. The measure will be forwarded to the North Carolina House of Representatives, where it must also be approved. And then, as you know, after that, it goes to the governor's desk. Um, And so here's from a um, here's here's a quote from Senator Raybon. He says, Quote, as a cancer survivor, I know how life shattering it can be to receive a terminal diagnosis. Furthermore, he states medical marijuana provides an alternative treatment for those who are trying to improve their quality of life while facing a debilitating illness. This bill does not open the floodgates to recreational marijuana. Rather, it puts in place common sense regulations to ensure that patients with a documented need can access it. Starting with Big Sam, let's talk about that. North Carolina, come on and raise up. What's happening? Talk to me.
2: Well, one of the first things that I see in the article is talking about uh, parents must consent for individuals that are 18 years or uh, um that are 18 years old. So mm-hmm. when you look at it, um, it's still, um, uh, they're, they're still trying to figure out the best way to do it, but they are taking the medicinal side. Right. And it, and, and it's, it's, it's widely known, um, that there are, there are things, especially regarding epilepsy. Um, Doc right. I said it on a number of occasions yeah. that it, that cannabis does help, um, with that treatment. So, Definitely, big ups to to North Carolina for taking their steps to help the people who do have that affliction, uh, who do who do need that treatment.
0: Right, absolutely, Doc. What's your thoughts on this?
1: Oh, man, they got to get that passed. You know, um, I saw that it flew through the Senate. Um, I'm sure the House is going to have some type of uh, equity language in there, some social mm-hmm. equity language, and um, which might. That would be the only thing that would hold up that bill from getting signed, getting done. It'd be the House, and they couldn't agree on the social equity. Gotcha. Uh, language, you know. so They got the language of violations
2: in, the in there, Doc. Um, it's a $20, $25 uh, fine for violation if uh, they smoke in a public place, um, if they right. smoke within, you but know. language. Yeah.
1: But equity language, like one – one out of these six licenses are, is going to someone that's been harmed by this uh, drug war. One of the transportation licenses is going mm-hmm. to minorities. This lab license is going to this group of minorities here. Right. Their buy-in is going to be substantially less than a general license, so on and so forth. You know, Maybe funding, uh, better access to capital, uh, maybe a pilot program by one of the bigger MSOs. So that language has to be in there or, 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 again, there'll be a program where no blacks are involved.
0: Yeah, yeah that's very true. Very true. So, so that means... And the, then the uh,
1: other caveat, North Carolina is bordered. You know, Virginia shares the border. Virginia, yeah. people, Virginians are growing four plants in their home right now. They have a robust medical program. Hmm. Recreation's about to take off. So you don't think a lot of North Carolinians or Going across the border and bringing it back Okay, they got to pass it uh, South Carolina is going to Eventually have their medical program Georgia shared a tip Of a little bit of North Carolina We're, we're going to have our situation In a month or two Ready to explode mm. So, so Doc, check Tennessee it Tennessee will have it So, you, you know, they have to And that's research triangle North Carolina is part of research triangle Historical mod- modern medicine yeah um a lot of studies have come out a lot of current therapies and procedures come out of research triangle which is in north carolina yeah great um
0: yeah you you know you got a lot of research yeah that's why they call it the research triangle you're talking about raleigh durham chapel hill between the duke university uh medical program and the uh chapel hill uh university of north carolina chapel hill um uh, medical systems that they are uh, constantly doing these studies and you, you you hear a lot of it come out of those uh, prominent those prominent universities out there in the research triangle so yeah that's uh, definitely a great point there and you know especially when the research is being done within the local area right you know you you could just drive out drive west i-40 and you you're you're there. You're at these universities where there's research being done, so it's easy. It's easier access for the folks in Wake County, Raleigh, those constituent, those those uh, officials there, to really get the, get really the research that they need, get the answers that they need. So it's accessible. It's just. How long is it going to take, Sam? What's uh, Sam? What are you thinking?
2: Just also ask, adding in there uh, about the licensing, right? Right. Uh, basically, an applicant has to pay a fifty thousand dollar non-refundable fee, plus five thousand for each production facility, just to get in the game. Yeah. So
1: the house is going to say no. Yeah. It's cheaper. Yeah. And they and then and then or they going to cross a lot of lines through that, bro. Yeah, and it might not make crossover. You know, that's what
2: happens. The funny thing, yeah. they got the
1: usually looks out for the state. The house looks out for the people. Generally.
2: And 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 you're you're dead on about looking out for the state. All residents must have at least two years of uh, being a resident. You have to show proof of being a state resident for at least two years to be a part of the program. Yes.
1: Don't
0: that. That's just yeah, that's not, that's not going to go, go anywhere. anywhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that was like, I'm not a
0: politics family. guy, and I, I even know that's not. are
1: gonna want that money, Sam. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna want that money. That's just, that's just, <laughs> that's just softening the blow. Make it two years to show proof of residency. Stop it. Mm, mm, mm. You're gonna want to win. You still gotta compete with home growth Yeah, you want to start collecting these millions.
0: You know, it's so, so it's interesting.
1: During this process for two years. That's 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 just a bait and switch, bro.
0: Right. Yeah. Interesting thing is that uh basically and and I'm not sure where this poll is coming from but it it just says quote unquote recent polling in North Carolina does state that at least 82% of voters support legalizing medical marijuana and I'm like hmm well you got a big majority of the state wanting this but We have language in there that's not going to make it through to the governor's desk. At least, probably not this year. And that's that's the thing that's uh, concerning about that. Is it going to be a drag defeat thing? We'll follow that story and see, uh, because you know. But we, I think we all collectively here say, "Eh, yeah, that's not language that they're looking for. It's just not going to go this year."
1: I don't, I think it's not going to go through the house. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I it makes it, it through there, but we'll definitely like follow now, it. Bro. Right. It's so, a great deal to the track. I mean, it's the South. It affects us greatly as well. Um, it affects the whole East coast as well.
0: So, yeah absolutely absolutely and, and you know what this great is great place to visit too bro. yes it is yes it is i've lived there for mm-hmm. about for almost uh 20 years uh you know went through middle school and high school it's a great place great place to live too even though i'm still here in georgia it's all good you north carolina is not it is it's not bad It's is i was just there with the weekend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> see, see that? See? See? Even even, even. See? Sam goes, you know what I'm saying? Every every now and then. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. If it's good enough for Sam, it's good enough for me. You yes, know what sir. I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. Now, hey, Doc, I got something for you. I'm going to start with you on this one. And I you knew this already. I'm going to ask this question. Why in the world? What is the point of this story? But we're going to find out. Medical cannabis eases chronic pain. Didn't we just we've been saying that for weeks, right? Why is why did they print this? But here's the but, the caveat, right? Cuz there's always got to be something in the story that's got to be a curveball or some twisted way of explaining it, but only if it has very high tetrahydrocannabidiol. So let me read this part of it. It says most prescribed. You, it says most prescribed man. cannabis products. <laughs> listen to Doc. Anyway, for chronic pain, cause side effects like dizziness. We we called it something different, Doc. You'll allude to it in just a minute. But a new review has found that only those with high, uh, those with very high tetrahydrocannabidiol cannabidiol, not. Just the regular cannabidiol, actually provide that pain relief, doc please clarify for the people, because I'm not even reading the rest of this. I want the doctor to just clarify what do we have going on? Why are they saying this and is is this a they're, they're
1: trying to they're trying to show you hey statistical significance versus clinical significance mhm, so the the authorities will tell you, hey, for cancer pain, cannabis is awesome. So now they're trying to say, hey, for chronic pain, it can help a little bit, but it has to have a lot of THC. And even helping a little bit for someone with chronic pain that's associated with depression, that's associated with anxiety because they're worried about their pain going from an 8 to like a 12 when they go in a car ride. Or, you know, they're dealing with depression because they can no longer do the things or be that mom or be that dad or be that spouse or go to the gym, you know? So they have biodysmorphic syndrome, depression, they have insomnia. So if you if there's a medication out there Cannabis that ha- that can improve clinically. Say that. Don't say it can help a little with just high amounts of THC, because statistically, it didn't, it didn't show much. That's all. So that's the breakdown of the article.
0: So let me let me ask this question. So, what is the narrative being being pushed here? What? Well, you know what? Matter of fact, no, we know the narrative. What happens when you have very high tetrahydrocannabidiol because they're pushing it to where up oh, it's got to be very high in order for you to actually feel something, but that's yeah, really they're, not they're, the they're case. Yeah,
1: chemotypes. Yeah, chemotype. That is, a, a, you know, chemotypes are very important. When I say chemotypes, you know, where people, we're scientists and breeders are are breeding chemovars of cannabis mm-hmm. with three major chemotypes. CBD and THC may be equal, 50-50, right? Right. There's going to be another type, high THC, very low CBD, and there's going to be the third type, very high CBD, and very low THC. So, we're talking about the type that is the strain, the chemotypes. When I say chemotype, when you go to a dispensary, is going to be on the back of that cannabis, on the back of that gummy, on the back of that uh, that pre-roll is going to say the chemotype, the CBD to THC ratio, and it's going to have four or five major terpenes in the product because those can also help with your pain, part of the entourage effect. So when we're talking about chronic pain as a physician, when I used to do the recommendations, I would say, hey, you have chronic pain. You have a a bulging disc. You might have fibromyalgia. You might have phantom limbs pain. You might have sickle cell anemia pain. Whatever your chronic pain is, you want to grab a cannabis chemotype that is very high in THC, very low in CBD. Because the evidence-based medicine is that chemotypes very high in THC are great for pain and can dull your pain a lot longer than a chemotype with a high CBD and very low THC or another chemotype with 50% CBD and 50% THC so we were already making these recommendations based off evidence based medicine there was enough clinical trials with clinical significance that showed, that gave me enough confidence to do these recommendations for patients and caregivers for from four years of age to end of life you dig what
0: I'm saying Absolutely, absolutely. Sam, you got to piggyback on that? That one is
2: a, a great statement, Doc, because it, it, by you saying that, it gave me clarity. Because initially, you would think taking more THC um with the medicine um just to get the health and the benefit, but the side effects would be nausea, dizziness, or maybe drowsiness. But if it actually helped with the pain relief, um that is the final goal. That is the, the goal itself. So, I mean, thank you for letting me know that. And and yeah. from from a standpoint yeah, of not knowing which is the better treatment um, to go with, you you just clarified it.
1: Yeah. So Sam, like you know, eventually, like initially, a patient starts someone on on a chemotype or a, a cannabis strand that's very high in THC, and they are drug naive, never been exposed to cannabis. I would you you would ramp them up with a CBD only and then a 50-50 chemo bar, and then finally get them to a a strand that's high in THC and low in CBD. Because we we wouldn't want any of our listeners or someone that's like, hey, cannabis can help me from my chronic pain to have an adverse event from it and never use it again. So, listen, start slow. I'm just saying, don't give up on it. Don't be like, oh, this didn't help my chronic pain. We're just helping you with tolerance, helping your body get used to the pharmacodynamics, the pharmacokinetics, you know. Your body's going to react to the drug, and everyone's going to be a little different. So going slow or going low with THC, and THC, again, is responsible for the psychoactivity. So the THC causes cannabis intoxication. The THC causes cannabis intoxication with delirium. The THC is going to cause that dry mouth or some people could have a poor cognition some people could have delayed um, reaction time uh, that THC is causing um, the physical symptoms physical like you know could cause decreased heart rate increased heart rate it could cause um, uh, uh, some nausea some vomiting that's the THC so it must come with a lot of education for people that are seeking to use uh, cannabis products for their chronic pain.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, uh, we are at 34 minutes past the hour. I want to talk about uh, the senator. The senator, GOP senator, releases ad. Yep, that's right, an advertisement. Pushing for marijuana banking bill featuring top financial services official let's go into that story so the gop senate sponsor of a bill to protect banks that work with state legal marijuana businesses released an ad on monday that features the ceo of the montana bankers association explaining what he sees as the benefits of the incremental reform legislation so who's the senator Steve Daines, a Republican from Montana, obviously, Uh, he is pushing for the enactment of the the Safe Banking Act. I'm not not even going to do the, well, you know what, no, Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act, for those who want to know the acronym, our new listeners, but we've been talking about the Safe Banking Act for weeks uh, for our listeners that have been listening in every week, uh, which has passed the House in some form six times at this point. His chamber has represented a significant obstacle, however, and so the senator is showcasing how top officials in the financial sector are saying the reform is needed. Here's a quote. Banks are really the lifeblood of virtually every community in Montana. Now, that's from Kerry Hegerberg, CEO of the Montana Bankers Association, and that's what he said in the ad. Furthermore, quote, It's going to be very difficult unless the Safe Banking Act passes for marijuana-related businesses to actually set up accounts and do financial transactions in the way most of us do. We've been talking about this for months now. Uh, Got another furthermore. He added that the banking industry in his state, quote, does not condone the marijuana law, end quote, that legalized cannabis in his state through voter approval at the ballot in 2020. The fact of the matter, this is the quote, the fact of the matter is we formally opposed the ballot, the, the ballot measure. So Sam, talk to me about this. Uh, they're actually pushing advertisements now in the state of Montana regarding this Safe Banking Act. So what is Montana doing different in their state that, we can't do it in other states.
2: I mean, the, the, the good thing first is that there are people there that realize there's a need for safe banking, and that is the only way to create normalcy, normalcy for the industry. Yeah. So to continue to push it to make sure it's all the way across the board, that's the only way that those businesses can truly flourish, not have to worry about law enforcement on their back or being uh, subjected um, to the le- legalities um, for, quote, unquote, breaking the law. So, I mean, it's really good that they're still pushing and it's good that they're making it widespread because mm-hmm. by advertising it, you get more listeners who may not understand, but may now look into it themselves, may research themselves and find answers. They may find um, us on this show on Wednesday, listening to us talking about the news and get, and giving clarity about the matter, especially when doc talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, doc, <laughs> Follow who, that up. Who knows?
0: Man. Who knows? That a, a lot of these initiatives that are happening in other in other states may actually be coming out of this show. Yeah. We there are right, some right. Oka- I, There's some Oklahoma write, listeners man. and yeah, there there have been some yeah. uh, Montana listeners to be to be quite frank with you, we have had on Wednesday Montana listeners. Um, that have really listened in so maybe that is coming out of this show we don't know for sure until you know someone actually makes us aware but either way the thing is is that something's moving and shaking and now we have an advertisement on television now we're about to see the impact of what what television will do for industries in that state
2: a lot of people look at it every day and you got to think about now being exposed to it um your mind may be open to it now the notion itself you what about the people who just didn't know or didn't even think about it you now put that notion on their mind
0: yeah you got them, you got them to change their mind and yeah. you know through through the through the eyes and ears of media you were able to find know. a way to Get somebody to think uh, a lot more logically and a lot more with an open mind.
2: The light bulb goes off. Think about it. Mm -hmm. They're sitting there thinking to themselves, ooh, money. You're talking Mm. about bank? You're talking about opportunities? What about the people out there who are sitting, waiting for an opportunity or to create one? So now you just gave them another notion now to step into the game and step into the industry now. Now we got another solid player in the game um, that is now – pushing and indulging and creating the opportunities for other people themselves.
0: Yeah. A new industry that will not only eventually add more jobs, but then you also have that entrepreneur that's sitting in their house, just waiting, waiting, inching to get started, but they're waiting on what the state's going to do. And now you find something on TV that says, wait, wow, they're really doing this. And then, then you're like, Hmm, it just jogs a hmm. Uh, you know what can I do with this if I were to jump in? Hmm. Thank you. you know what? What do you think, Doc?
1: I think it's awesome. And it legitimizes the cannabis industry. You know that, that there's federal support. You know banks are fairly run because uh they have to uh, secure the money. Um, and it's also getting ahead of the federal reform, which is going to happen, I believe, by the end of this year. You know for their uh, more act. You know, so it'll be nationwide. So states, those politicians getting ahead of uh, the federal counterparts. You know, just um, it solidifies their stance. It solidifies their uh, if that if, if empathy was one of their pillars that they stood on and ran on. Yeah, they're gonna. That's gonna solidify that, and solidify your vote. So it's a. Uh, I see why they're doing that. You know and then there's another state There's states on the east coast trying to um, uh, Fix that 280E form So people Mm. that are in their Existing cannabis industry can finally Write off regular business Commodities and transactions like Normal businesses so again Legitimizing the business again Getting ahead of the MORE Act Um, And you know uh, Those politicians That are That got your vote will have your vote again You know
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So now, so now I got a, I got one that's going to kind of spark a conversation. This is from the wall street journal, right? So I came across this story and remember when we were saying that some, some media outlets were going to be pushing a narrative of crime related to cannabis, right? didn't we say that weeks ago we knew it was it's kind of a we knew it was coming well unfortunately here it is wall street journal says this their title is cannabis and the violent crime surge so heavy marijuana use among youths is leading to more (laughs) addiction and anti-social behavior yep didn't we know it was coming weeks ago? Did we not say that right here we on did. this air? It,
1: you better get this to saying. This was a tough one. But we can talk about this till, till midnight. That's terrible.
0: Exactly. Mm. I told you. So the, they started you, off with saying that addiction? Yeah, I'm, I'm, let me let me go right back yeah, to it. It said heavy marijuana we'll use. First of all, their title, Cannabis and the Violent Crime Surge. Like, wait, hold on. You're already thinking, wait, well, what does cannabis do have what does the cannabis have to do with violent crime surge? Wait a minute. What you trying to talk about? Yeah. So they entice okay. you to read it. Then right below it, it says heavy marijuana use among youths is leading to more addiction and anti-social behavior. And then you're like, what? And then you're enticed to read further where it says the stigma once attached to marijuana has vanished. 19 states have legalized cannabis for recreational use and politicians of both parties increasingly treat it as harmless. Now, I'm going to read it furthermore. Asked during the 2020 presidential campaign about, uh, you know know who I'm talking about, Doc, you mentioned her quite a bit, Uh, the, the VP and uh, Kamala Harris said marijuana gives a lot of people joy and we need more joy in the world. But the public needs an honest discussion of its social and public health risks, which include, oh boy, here we go. This is where I'm going to stop reading at this point, which include violence and mental illness. What? Huh? Hmm. And we did, told did you so. We knew it. Use
1: did they ever define objectively what was heavy use
0: and it it does it doesn't say yet but once i go down here uh actually hold on it nope. says oh here we go tetrahydrocannabidiol. cannabidiol this is what they're saying now remember we we know what's going down but this is the, what they're saying So THC, the chemical that causes a euphoric high interact with the brain's neuron receptors, those uh, CB1 receptors that we've been talking about, right? So involved with pleasure. So it says marijuana now, nowadays on average is about four times as potent as in 1995, but dabs portions of concentrated cannabis can include 20 times as much tetrahydrocannabidiol as joints did in the 1960s. This is what they're saying. So it's much easier for young people to get hooked. One in six people who start using cannabis while under 18 will develop an addiction, which doctors call cannabis use disorder. And our doc says something different. We'll get to you in a second as they use it more frequently to satisfy cravings. They develop psychological and social problems. You knew this was coming We've been talking about it for weeks. Here comes the media saying other stigmas. I would like to hear it from the doc. I trust the doc. What does the doc say about this?
1: Uh, Well, they're alluding to what we talked about earlier in the show, the three different chemotypes that mm-hmm. and are, are, are doing. So they're talking about high THC, very low CBD. Um, and that's popular right now. That's uh, what Colorado's trying to limit—we're talking about the concentrates uh, or or chemotypes that are very super high in THC and very low in CBD. That's something that not just the youth, not just adults. That's just the hottest thing right now, you know. And um and that article doesn't clearly define heavy use. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we like to say heavy use in the medical world like years. Right. You know, when I uh, ascertain tobacco abuse I say when did you start smoking cigarettes and someone might say well 14 okay well how long does a pack last you and then they say well you know it used to you know it was one pack you know a week in the beginning but now I can go do a pack in a day alright so now we do pack per day times how many years they've been smoking Mm -hmm. to ascertain what is heavy use and their risk for so on and so forth, cancer, emphysema, COPD, bronchitis, uh, esophageal cancer, mouth cancer, all these things we got to ascertain. So a teenage saying heavy use, they're just getting started, that's bogus. Um, second, you know, saying that teens are just only going after these high chemotypes, that's what's available now because that's what's selling. So you're not going to see those old old low THC and low C B D strands and and um or concoctions or gummies or baked goods or topicals. You're gonna to see very high THC because that's what people are gonna to wanna to spend money for. They wanna feel it. Some people wanna escape. Some people really wanna get that that euphoria or, or they wanna get that pain relief as the last study alluded to, you know, high THC, very low C B D. Um So, teens are saying that they're going to get hooked because of THC. It could be, it could be a gateway, but it could be an exit. That teenager, they didn't say what other substances they were on. Did they talk Mm -hmm. about tobacco? They talk about vape products. You know, those e-cigarette devices that most teens are on. Did they talk about uh, any uh, prescriptions like amphetamines? You know, are they on benzos as well? Do they any alcohol? You know, so there's one article that came out last week that most teens will give up a drug if they can just use cannabis. They'll give up alcohol. They'll give up Percocet. Those pill parties that they go to, and one teen is going to die every night, accidentally. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. so there's one article saying, "Hey, kids will say teenagers." They, if they have all these drugs to pick, they say I'll get rid of all of these about I can just use weed. That was powerful, and now you got this one. And who sponsored this article? Was it big pharma? Was it a I lab that's losing money that's losing money <laughs> every day because you can't? They're not making millions on urine drug screens anymore because cannabis is being legalized worldwide. You know. Um, so this study is, 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 has lots of holes in it, and when it comes to addiction, we don't say that word anymore, you know, cannabis mm-hmm. use disorder. You know, cannabis use disorder is real. Um, yeah. if, if there's a teenager or your kid is showing signs, of, you know, if you ask them to cut down and they got mad at you, or, you know, if you say, hey, son or daughter, you ever wish you can slow down? And they say, yeah, I, I wish I could. You know, or if they wake up and have an eye opening, similar to alcohol, first thing they do is smoke, you know, uh, they become super a motivated and socially a motivated. Yeah, you, you see a professional, see a professional adult, see a professional, you know, um, I wish you would have saw a professional with your alcoholism. I wish you would have saw a professional with your tobacco abuse, you know. But sure, we can highlight this now. You know, let's have this industry safe. You know, let's keep it. Let's keep. Let's keep cannabis ethical. That some people will develop cannabis use disorder, so let's not set up punitive charges. Mm-hmm. You know, like you do all all these other drugs. You know, or take away the drug and think that's going to change behavior. No, we need to have. Let's, let's set aside treatment programs as cannabis becomes legalized in your state, allocate dollars for treatment centers. You know, because there will be, you know, not, because taking away candidates is not going to solve the problem. Changing behavior solves the problem. That's the purpose of the treatment center. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of work because everyone's support system is different. Everyone's trauma is different. Um, um, They might have genetic factors that cause addiction, which is a whole nother beast, you know? So let's start them programs up simultaneously as you have, as a license, as a state gives out eight cultivation licenses, you know, they should have three treatment
0: centers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead, Sam. Doc hit
2: that on the head when he talked about change the behavior. And when you think about um, some of the things that's just going on in social media itself, In social media, we see a lot of robbery, homicides, aggravated assaults just on social media. So what about the emulation of that? What about that dopamine hit? You know what I mean? So when you talk about uh, cannabis itself, um, to my understanding, it helps with anxiety and certain things like that. So it keeps a calmer spirit for you. So it wouldn't add to these violent crimes. And by legalizing it, it definitely would not increase it. I think it will decrease um, violent crimes you know, such as homicides, robbery, aggravated assault, and so mm-hmm. forth. So the person that put this article out there is somebody that's sketchy, is somebody who is taking a loss in the industry itself, and they're throwing shade on the industry. It just, it's just straight up what it is.
0: Especially when it says, and wait, wait till I read this, you're, it, it'll become clear. So I don't know where this study came from, but they said this study was done last year, and it said, It found that young people with such mood disorders as depression who were addicted to uh, cannabis were 3.2 times more likely to commit self-harm and uh, commit homicide often after initiating violence than those who weren't. So let me, let me read this part because this is going to pretty much unfortunately drive this part home here, which in which we've been saying, Mm Mm-hmm. We knew it was coming. A meta-analysis. I wonder where they got this meta-analysis from. Found the risk of perpetrating violence was more than twice as high for young adults who use marijuana. It's possible that it can trigger dangerous behavior in youths who may be predisposed to it for other reasons, such as prenatal exposure to drugs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Really? Really, a ton of bias. really.
1: Meta-analysis is kind of biased. Really, exactly. It's just so much bias. Right. Yeah, it's not a longitudinal study. It's not a randomized controlled exactly. RCT. In the evidence-based medicine world, that's the lowest on the totem pole. Exactly. A meta-analysis.
0: Right. Yeah. And this is go somewhere with that. And so, the, uh, well, I read that story to make a point. We told you for months on this air that these stories were going to come out, whether it be the crime right. related to the related to, uh, you know, the the, the cannabis in- industry as a whole, you know, the robberies and all of that other stuff. Or is it going to be this that steers you away from the good? of cannabis and tetrahydrocannabidiol you know it it, it, all of that so i'm saying that to say folks understand what you're reading when doc said meta-analysis is generally biased so don't let these big words and stuff that you're not accustomed to reading in articles sway you into the sway you from the information that we are giving you there are going to be plenty of articles like this one okay
2: that are opinions of other people
0: opinions not factual guess guess who can provide some level of facts here And that's the doc. That's why it's important that we do this show every single week so that you're not swayed by example articles like this. And everybody reads the Wall Street Journal. So, yeah, of course, the place where it gets the most eyes is going to be the Wall Street Journal. And that's that's where you keep the stigma going.
2: And remember, you can buy an ad in wall street as well
0: of course and this would be one of those at this point that's why when doc said i wonder who has something to do with this big pharma and that is why i went ahead and read that part i was like oh i i'm sure this part will definitely nail it nail it on the head right there because that they were behind that because it's it's biased, it's heavily biased at that and then and then you related it it to drug use like other drugs not just not you, you tried to couple it with something else, but you didn't directly say it.
2: But you know, something to go along with that, Robert, is yeah. this. So the people who would have the authority to conduct that type of study would be a law enforcement agency that's, that, uh, uh, that analyzed the number of people that they arrest. And then they would hire a, 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 a company to come in and assess the individuals and ask them these questions. And then they put that information back out. But with it coming from a uh, party... They might they, even
1: have to ask them. They could take urine drug screen.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And,
1: yeah.
0: It's actually much yeah. faster because, we, you know, you, you got somebody that you're not familiar with asking you these detailed questions. You're not going to be very willing to answer them, especially not in front of their face. So it's and easier to... It's, <laughs> right, exactly. It's, so that, that too. So it's just much easier to take the sample and keep it moving and provide quote on quote analysis or meta analysis and, which is heavily and, biased
1: and, and one other point about skewed numbers in the media they're always going to talk about how many people are, are behind bars right yeah. from this from just cannabis violation they don't count a cannabis violation if there was a serious or uh, a violent like say there was a gun with cannabis. It really was a cannabis crime, but that goes away, you know? And those numbers where when there's a violent crime involved, they don't count that as cannabis. So the cannabis people behind bars for cannabis is is way higher than what the public tries to portray. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: There it is. Big,
2: I want to yeah. I want to point out an article that I just found and it's a case review on marijuana and violence and it said it starts off by saying marijuana is the most consumed illicit drug in the world with over 92 million users due
1: to face this safest in this drug right too. so that's
2: already a mischaracterization of it of yeah. it's just starting off and then Our when most it's
1: violent the safest it's the right. safest
2: right so then it goes on to continue to say the lack of oversight regarding the public health policies as marijuana advocates downplays the drug negative effects this paper approached from public health perspective focusing specifically on cases of violence amongst marijuana users, here present 14 cases of violence of chronic marijuana users highlight reoccurring consequences of marijuana induced paranoia paranoia exaggerated unfound distrust and induced psychosis radical personality change loss of contact reality with reality I mean it's all negative from that standpoint because correct me if I'm wrong doc does it does it induce paranoia
1: no, you're, no, 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 not for everyone, but it can. But, Sam, you've been young before, Sam. We've been in Morehouse together. Okay, who, who's more violent, your friend with sipping that yak, that Mad Dog 2020 with that hen dog in it, or the or that other guy that's
0: smoking a joint?
2: <laughs> that guy with yeah, that Mad Dog. dog, dog. dog. That's, yeah. what, that's why they call it Mad Dog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he he <laughs> didn't not, say a sad not, dog, he said Mad forgive, Dog. Let's not
1: forgive alcohol because it's a regular commodity. One yeah. day, cannabis would be just a regular
0: commodity, just like alcohol.
1: But alcohol does more, causes more violence. Yeah,
0: that's very true. Very, very come true. Come on, bro. Yeah, so, come on, man. yeah, exactly. That's why we wanted people about these.
1: Cannabis causes more violence than alcohol. Right. Like, come on now. I mean, you got people, listeners, that been traumatized because of a drunk uncle. Not mm. no high uncle, because of a drunk uncle. You know? What? Alcohol, remind the listeners again, is the violence. Alcohol is the number one reason and cause for date rape, not weed, hmm. not weed, not cannabis. It's alcohol. F-A-Q me. Check it. That's- we forgive alcohol because over 21, hey,
0: yeah.
1: you know, a commodity. commodity. Yeah. People and- don't start when they're 21. They start when they're 14, 15 with alcohol because they see you doing it. They think
2: it's
0: safe. Well, and that—that's and and see that's that right there is something that the listeners, everybody out there, they've got to marinate on. That's why we warn you. We're, you're going to see those type of articles. Just be careful. Just read a little closer and see what's really going on. Is it biased or is there some type of factual nature for it? But. Don't get and me common wrong sense right common, Isn't common sense. sense
1: it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't we that caused that driver to kill your kid it was a that drunk driver killed your kid Whew. that drunk driver tell took him your that. Mom.
0: tell him it that. wasn't
1: the high driver stop
0: exactly that's what I'm talking yeah. about right there so please when you folks when you're reading these articles just you know look a little deeper into the situation and know what's and just know what's going on. And if you're unfamiliar, Hey, we'll, we'll clear it up here, right here on wake and bake Wednesday, every single Wednesday in the nine o'clock hour on the morning machine and big Sam final thoughts. And where can they find you? Follow you and connect.
2: Final thoughts is people seek the truth. Don't believe everything you hear or see, you know, uh, find and join into the discussion, ask all, all the questions that you can ask. Follow me, Big Boy Sam with two M's. Check us out, Matcha Foundation. See you next week.
0: Absolutely. And, Doc, final thoughts on where can they find you? Follow you and connect.
1: Can't can't back up what Sam just said. Don't believe the hype, you know. Yup. Uh, use, use that use that thing between your ears, you know, like Coach used to tell you, you know. Uh, RashawnHodge.MD
0: on Instagram absolutely absolutely yeah this is where this is where you would cue public enemy but unfortunately we don't have time for don't believe the hype because uh that would be an appropriate song to play to close this out today but yeah yeah or or that that kind that kind of music's better there we go all right so thank you doc for that